bullying from other students was causing me to suffer from low self-esteem. So actually, my parents, I don't know, I don't think bullies ever physically hurt me. At least it's hard to remember that far back. But of course, obviously, they certainly, they certainly were very, certainly very harsh with their words, of course. So my parents, so around the same time that my parents took me out of mainstream education and started searching for special education, they also signed me up for karate lessons to help me as well. Hello, welcome to another episode of Bunny Hugs and Mental Health, free safe space for people to share and learn from others' experiences with mental health and addictions. I'm Todd Rennebaum, suicide attempt survivor and recovering substance abuser. I'm so glad you could make it to this week's episode. It's with an amazing dude. His name is James B. Jones. And he was on the fantastic Netflix series, Love on the Spectrum USA. If you haven't seen it yet, that's okay. This is still a, an amazing episode. And uh, I might I just say, you should, you should watch it. It's an incredibly sweet series about people on the spectrum dating, trying to find love. And James was on it. And we discussed, uh, we discussed the show a little bit. We discussed his uh, love life or the lack thereof. And we discussed uh, some mental health challenges for people on the spectrum, but more specifically, his challenges. Just a super, super sweet dude. Uh, and it was just I, incredible to meet him. This episode will also be on YouTube. That's uh, Buddy Hugs Mental Health on YouTube. I uh, you can go to the channel there. There's all types of videos, some newer ones, some interviews I did a couple years ago. But yeah, they're all there. So uh, check that out. Make sure to subscribe. But for now, without further ado, I give you James B. Jones. Sorry, I was just going to say I had a funny dream about you last night. Um, really? <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, oh, well, it was more of this morning. It was like just before I woke up. We were driving around together, you and I. I was in the back seat for some reason. Huh. And you... Uh, and I, and then I, I was like, "Hey, James, you're a pretty good driver." And then right then, you got self-conscious and you got into a car accident. We were fine. Oh, but. Uh, well, uh, well, in actuality, I haven't had a car accident in in at least ten years, maybe, maybe closer to. I honestly don't remember. It's been it's been ten, twelve, like 10, twelve years. It's been a long time since I ever had any trouble while driving. I'd like to keep it that way. I, well, I, me too. <laughs> mm. so, so, where do you work? I'm guessing IT. Uh, yes, I do. In fact, work in tech. tech uh, yes, tech support, information technology. I mean, I obviously I'm not going to reveal the name of the company where sure. I work, but 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 yes, I I've always been fond of of computers and electronics, so I do work in technical support. Absolutely. I see. I have a friend that uh, uh, his dad. Well, so my friend is is on the spectrum as well, and his dad runs a company where uh, he hires people on the spectrum, and and they're all do IT work. That's kind of the oh, job, so it's, uh, okay, it's kind of an interesting good. thing. Yeah, I don't know what it is with uh, if that's a very common thing. Uh, like a lot of people on the spectrum, if they like IT stuff, hmm. well, possibly. Um, I don't know. Some sometimes it is said that <laughs> you look good. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. Sometimes <laughs> it is said that some some people seem to think that um. Uh, people with Asperger's syndrome, autism, ADHD, or similar conditions, or uh, people who are neurodiverse have a tendency to focus on objects rather than on people. Uh, uh, so, some it is oft, uh, it is often believed that people like that have difficulty um, with, um, with with detecting emotions or with connecting with people on an emotional level. But of course, that does not apply to everyone. It, 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 this most certainly is not a one size fits all um, approach or mentality to take. You certainly cannot make any presumptions, you know? Yeah, right. I was just diagnosed with ADHD about a year ago. Oh, so wow. I, I see. Um, how old are you, may I ask? I'm 45 years old. Okay. It's a Canadian. little bit older than me. Oh. 45 oh. Canadian years. Oh, I wasn't aware there was a difference. <laughs> no, there isn't. I was just oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I see. I said, wow, that's, that is definitely a late diagnosis, but I have met some people who are diagnosed, who, who, who are diagnosed with some, with new, with neurological conditions later in life. But I'm very lucky. I, my doctor, my, my doctors diagnosed me with, with Asperger's syndrome when I was only 
10 or 11, but shortly after my age, it entered double digits, which was good. That meant we were able, my family and I were able to get me the help that I needed. I'm glad we, I, I, if, if I, if I had been diagnosed later in life, I might not have received all the help that I got. So, but yes, I have through, uh, I, I, I do, I am a member of an organization that that helps that seeks to help people who have who, who who have neurological conditions, and yes, I have met some people through that group who were diagnosed later in life. Mm, yeah, yeah, I, I well, since COVID actually, there's been a lot of people I know that have been diagnosed as an, later in life with ADHD. Well, I guess they've had time to visit their doctors, most likely. I guess, yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Um, I mean, I, I struggled with anxiety and depression and addiction all through my life. So, um, it's been, uh, it's, it's explained a lot getting this diagnosis. So, um, Mm, I see. Yeah. Uh, and what kind of help did you receive since you were diagnosed? Well, I was, I, for many, for many years, I saw a psychologist or, or therapist. Or I mean, well, I, I'm not sure what the proper term is, but I mean, yes, he was a therapist, but he had a degree in psychology. So yes, I, I, I always called him a psychologist. He was immensely helpful. I, I do not need to see him any longer. I haven't seen him since the beginning of the pandemic, but yes, he was so, he was immensely helpful. Like without his help, there's, uh, yes, I definitely would not be where I am without his help. But not only that, my parents sought out, uh, special education for me for for people who had my condition and yes that also helped again without that special education it would i definitely would not be where i am now but uh, so back at the time when when i was younger so let me see i was born in 1987 so i was in elementary school um during the during the 1990s, at that point in time, uh, society, society's understanding what what there was of it, mm, uh, society's understanding of of neurodiversity was nowhere near what it is now. So, unfortunately, the people couldn't understand people like like people uh, people with Asperger's syndrome, autism, ADHD were were simply categorized together with people who had Down syndrome or other much more severe conditions. So yes, so so there they didn't have programs for people like my myself but um at the time so yeah my parents searched around to find such a program and you know i certainly don't want to sound as if i'm bragging or anything but i am old enough that i can say i am one of the earliest students to who was in a special education program specifically designed for people with conditions such as asperger syndrome autism adhd and so forth Mm. Ah, nice. Yes, so, oh, yeah, that's not too bad. Although, of course, again, back uh, one other thing to note is you know back in those days, the term special education was was very much a loaded term. It was actually quite a, quite a negative term to be, and actually quite a few people abbreviate special education to sped, and mm-hmm. that was definitely an offensive term. So yeah, to be in special education was was what people shunned you or they looked at you funny. That, um, I would like to believe that is no longer the case now. But yes, back at that point in time things were a lot different <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah i definitely remember um being in elementary school and and uh people not understanding and being very very cruel <clears throat> like the other children yes. being cruel no i i totally get that happened uh-huh. to me also i understand mm. yeah yeah um so i i i just i can't help but notice you have a colorful shirt in a blue background and i have a blue shirt in a colorful oh. hat Oh, how about that? Yes, actually, nice. I had this. I had this shirt custom made. I I'm not sure if you can notice, but these are lightning bolts. These yeah. are multicolored lightning bolts. Mm. Very cool. You mm. had that made. You had someone special make that for you. Yes, indeed. I bought the fabric. I purchased the fabric at store. Then had a tailor make it. So yes, it's it's. It, so yes, this is absolutely a designer shirt. This is the only shirt like it in the whole world. <laughs> Damn. Good on you. You got good taste, yes. man. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, and, and you're very lucky to have parents that were that involved in that, uh, you know, um, that caring for you that they, yes. they really did a lot of research. Uh, yes. Thank you. No, my, yes, no, of course. I, I love my parents. They love me. There was, they wanted absolutely the best for me for, for their, for their son. So I am, I will all, I will forever be grateful for everything that they, they did for me and have done and continue to do for me. Mm. Do Do you live with them? Uh, yes, at this moment, I do still live with my parents because okay. ha- housing is terribly expensive at this point in time. It- it's ridiculous. You know, it's 
you know, the thing. So, so I mean, if, if I'd been born about a decade earlier, I, I probably could have afforded to get a house by this age. But on the other hand, though, if I'd been born a decade earlier, I might not have received all the help that I received. So it's sadly, it's, it's, it's like, so neither one is a win. Is it, there's, it's, it's almost like it's a no win situation, but mm. I have no, how, how, how is the housing situation in Canada? If I may ask. Uh, well, it depends on the city, but uh, where I am, it, it's uh, it's definitely expensive. It's not as expensive as other places, but yeah, there it's okay. So very, it's not just the United States, then. No, 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 no. it's ridiculous. But the thing is, so I, I am not entirely. I, I I absolutely do not wish to delve too heavily into a political discussions moment. But sure. I am not entirely certain how how seriously politicians are taking the issue of the housing crisis right now. I would like to believe at least some are addressing, it, but that is not the basic. Well. No, yeah, I, again, I, I don't want to delve too heavily into it, but yes, I mean, obviously, yes, it's not the biggest issue right now, but there are other bigger issues, of course, that we need to address. But, but yes, I do hope at some point, though, the politicians start taking it much more seriously because yes, it's, it, 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 houses are terribly expensive right now. Mm. Yeah, I'm very lucky. I was born a decade later, so I, I, I was able to to afford a house, but uh, um, I do worry about my children. They're 17 and 19, and Oh, um, they could be, they could be living with me for a long time. Yeah. Well, my brother and his wife have two children. Actually, my brother and several of my cousins have to have young children. And I, I really want a, I want those children to have a bright, hopeful future where they, where they do not need to worry about, about when they shall have their next meal or where they don't need to worry about, you know, where they can feel safe and secure. I'm certain that my brother and my cousins wish for that as well. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yes. Uh, I, so I've been following you for quite a while on, oh, on Instagram, uh, and I love your posts and Thank I, you. I, 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 I saw the other day that you, so you were on the show, um, love on the spectrum yes. and you, you went on a date and mm. whatever, but, um, after the show though, were you able to keep dating people or did you ever find a girlfriend? Was what happened there? Okay, so after after Love on the Spe- after the filming for Love on the Special was finished, you know, um, well, let me see now. I I didn't, I did not find any new girlfriends. At least, at least not not immediately. Uh, see, uh, things were pretty quiet and, uh, until the, when the show premiered. However, of course, things were different. People began to recognize me everywhere. So, <laughs> I thankfully I do not mind the attention. You know, about ten years ago, I, I there's no way I could have handled the publicity. So, but 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 and of course, if, if I would I would not have auditioned for the series if I did not feel I could handle the attention. But but yes, no. So yeah, things were quite different. I. I don't you certainly do not wish to sound as if I'm boasting, but appearing on Love on the Spectrum was without question one of the best things that has ever happened to me. Mm. Good, so good. yes, people began to recognize me everywhere. So I made my account Instagram about a week after the series premiered because I realized I had to take advantage of the situation to, to strike while the iron was hot. Because prior to that, I had virtually no social media presence at all because there simply was no need for it. But yes, when when I heard though, I heard that some of the some of some of the several of the other cast members already had accounts on Instagram. They gained they gained huge amounts of new followers after the series premiere. So I realized I want to get in on that as well. I want to get you know to cash in on that that popularity so i did so yeah i it, i have no i'm not entirely certain how quickly people tend to gain new followers but it didn't take me that long to gain to to get into the to get into triple digits or even over a thousand followers you know so mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and did that help you uh find more dates uh, perhaps I'm trying to think now. So um, I, of course, I have been communicating with you know both men and women. But uh, oh god, like to date see now. Just give me one thing about this. So actually, sure. there's one woman who reached out to me. It seems pretty nice at first, but then she was getting a little bit too. Um, I guess I could say obsessive or whatever. She, I, I didn't like. She was getting a little bit too bold and forward. And the thing is, though, mm. when I when I asked her, she wanted to meet in person. She actually wanted to come over to my house and meet my parents right away. So uh, that was definitely too much. So I, I had to block her, unfortunately. But let me see what else. So uh, actually, is so uh, let me see. So yes, actually, um, let's see. Earlier this year, uh, yes, I a woman reached out to me through Instagram, and uh, she seemed very nice. Actually, yes, we were dating for a while. As a matter of fact, so I say from about April to October, we were dating, and she was really nice. I I really liked her. I, I really enjoyed spending time with her and everything. But she had two children 
children from a previous relationship, so I knew it wasn't going to work out because I, I do not wish to be a parent. I do not have any children of my own. I, I know that it, that is not a responsibility I can handle, so I, I had to break up. I, I had to end it. So that was it, it was it was not easy. That was one of the most difficult decisions I've ever made in my life. It, it, mm. it, it hurt very much. It was very emotionally painful to do that, but but I, I had to. I just knew it wasn't. It eventually sooner or later down the line it was going to it was going to get difficult. I I had to end it sooner rather than later before, but to limit the amount of emotional impact that it would have. Mm. Well, so, that's sorry. I was going to say that's very responsible of you. You know, you know uh, what yes, I mean? like thank you. I'd like to believe so. So, yeah. uh, yes. So, I really hope I didn't hurt her too much, and I hope I haven't. I hope that she can move on. I hope I haven't. I hope that I haven't repelled her from the idea of dating. I, wherever she is now, I wish her absolutely the best, and I hope that she she finds someone else, someone who actually wishes to be, who actually has no problem uh, being in a relationship with someone who already has children. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone that, uh, yeah, someone that can handle that responsibility. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, that's um, very good oh, self awareness. Yes, thank you. And um, this, uh, you know, I, of course, I wasn't always that somewhere, but that's probably what's right. I highly doubt. Um, I highly doubt anyone is born with 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 a, a certain level of self awareness. It takes time to develop that level of self awareness. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, um, if I may ask, I hope it doesn't change subjects too abruptly. But nope. where did you get that hat? May I ask? You like that, eh? Mm. Uh, I've got that. It was an ad on Instagram, actually. Mm. Well, uh, I like. I really, really like the phrase on it. Those are very wise words, indeed. Very inspirational. Yeah, yeah, it's mm. good. If I if I see the ad again, I'll, I'll forward it to you. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, because it's uh, and it fits nice and it feels good. So it's a good. It's, well, I'm very good. picky about my clothes, how they feel, uh, you know, textures and stuff. So it's uh. Oh yes, nice. I completely understand that. Is that, is that one of the reasons why you like that, that shirt, that fabric? Uh, partially, yes. I mean, I, when, I, when I saw this fabric in the store, I knew I had to get a shirt made of it. I couldn't pass it up. But let me see what else there is. Um, I have several other custom shirts, as a matter of fact. So, oh. yes, yes, that's not too bad. You may have seen them in pictures or videos on my Instagram account. But, well, when I was younger, um, the loose, loose hanging tags on shirts would rub against my neck very uncomfortably. So I removed them. And it's not so much a problem now, but now I just do it out, out of habit. Just out of habit. I, whenever I get a new shirt, I remove the tags from it. It also helps me to know which shirts are mine. I can tell the difference between my shirts and my father's shirts, for instance. Mm. Mm, I find uh, pillowcases very picky about what pillowcases I use. Oh, I see. I've never really paid attention to pillowcases, but Hmm. no, I understand. I I get that. And actually, well, I mean, this is somewhat related. I mean, I I like to keep my nail, my fingernails and toenails well trimmed and and filed down. But uh, although if, if, if my toenails get too long, if I, they start scratching and catching on my sheets in my bed. So yeah. (laughs) So uh, that's how I know when it's time to trim and file down my toenails. If they start scratching against my sheets. Mm. (laughs) Yes, it's funny that you say that because just the other day I, I, it's like, I I was thinking to myself, does anyone else, can they feel how uncomfortable their nails are when they're too long? Like just even just sitting there, I was like, oh man, I got to clip my nails. Not because of the look, but because of the feel. Uh, Yes, I understand. Weird. Anyway. Uh, So are you, I guess, are you looking for dates and looking for love still and you're are you yes absolutely i am indeed still seeking um seeking a new girlfriend a new relationship i i am hoping to find a special person with whom i can share all the best moments of my life with who who will help make my life feel um more more vibrant more exciting who helps who enhances my life with would do with their presence you know so i do want to find that special someone i just, I just hope i'm not trying too hard but you know I have, I, you know, I, I actually even made a video about that recently, but because mm, um, I am actively searching, but some people have said that, you know, don't, don't try too hard and you'll find love when you least expect it. But so, of course, I asked that question in, the, in my video. I received a mixed response that several people did agree that, yes, you don't try too hard. You the Several people have said you'll find love when you least expect it. And mm-hmm. other people have said, well, other people did feel that that may not be the best idea. You should be actively searching. So it's hard to say. But the thing so so in the past, actually, I uh, that actually has happened in the past. A while back, um, I did, in fact, uh, meet a woman who I thought may have been my 
my ideal match completely unexpectedly when I wasn't looking, when I wasn't searching. So, uh, yes, she was really nice. Actually, so this was back in 2016. So, yes, I, I when I met this woman, and um, I, I that, that that was the first time I'd ever felt that way about a woman. I, I'd never felt that way about anyone else before. So I thought for sure she was the one, but she was not. I really don't want to go into the details. But, but yes, so it, it turned out she, she wasn't the one, sadly. So, mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that video because you said, uh, "Do do people that like they're looking for that perfect house when they're not looking? Does it show up or that perfect job or whatever? Like, right. does that just show up? Like, no, you have to be actively kind of on on the lookout for it." And I thought that was a good point. Uh, I've 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 been very lucky myself. I've been with um, my wife for over twenty years. So wow, that's uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, very I'm good. Very, yeah, I'm very blessed. So. Um, I, 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 I can't imagine you not finding somebody because, uh, oh, you, you are you. such a, uh, just a polite, really friendly, kind soul. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to hear you said I do. I do my best. I try, I try to be polite and respectful and friendly to everyone. Yes. Even people you don't like? Uh, yes, unfortunately, <laughs> yes, I do have to be, unfortunately, it, it, ju- it just, it, it, it happens, yes, sometimes I, I do, there's, thankfully, there, I'm very thankful to say that the, those people, there are very few people who might just like, actually, I would say, I consider myself very fortunate that there is no one whom I genuinely hate, thankfully, there are some people who annoy me, but yes, I've been very fortunate that there's no one whom I genuinely hate. Mm-hmm. So, Not yes, even so, Hitler? Oh, well, well, I mean, well, I mean, I never met him. I mean, oh, I meant, I'm referring to people I know personally. I mean, <laughs> right. obviously, I never met him, but that that's different. Come on, it's, yeah, I was referring to people who 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 I know personally in my everyday life. So, right, right, right. Sorry, yeah. I have, I, I could be sarcastic sometimes. Oh. Of course. Uh, do, do you catch sarcasm? Do you find? Uh... Oh, um, well, when, when I was younger, I had very, I had a very difficult time doing so. That is a, a trait of, of some of certain neurological conditions, Asperger's, autism, and so forth, being be having difficulty recognizing sarcasm. I've gotten better, of course, but there are still times where I have difficulty. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so uh, I, I suppose like being a mental health podcast, um, what, what would you say you, you probably struggle, what kind of mental health issues do you struggle with maybe more than a neurotypical person? Hmm. Let me see. Let me see. Of course, I, I in, in the past, I had I had difficulty both making friends and keeping them. So yes, it, it, it at first it wasn't noticeable. It, be, be, it became it became more noticeable as time passed. So for grades one through four, or that uh, that is to say, elementary school, I was in normal or mainstream education. But but then it, so but yeah, the, the, the things became at first in like first and second grade, it really was not noticeable. But in third and fourth grade. Things Things began to become things became much more noticeable, and so I hmm, let me see. I'm typically a very upbeat person. I usually am very positive and optimistic. But for, there was a brief time, I think, and toward the end of elementary school, where I was oh, I I'm not sure if depressed is the right word, but you know, right. um, actually, uh, bullying from other students was causing me to suffer from low self esteem. So actually, my parents, I don't know, I don't think bullies ever physically hurt me. At least. It's hard to remember that far back, but of course, obviously, they certainly, they certainly were very, certainly very harsh with their words. Of course, so uh, my parents. So around the same time that my parents took me out of mainstream education and started searching for special education, they also signed me up for karate lessons to help me as well. Yes, that 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 really helped with my self confidence and. Uh, it's, I would, I mean, as I said, I, I don't know if I've ever, I, I, you know, I can't remember. I don't think I've ever actually been in a real fight, which is thankful, but the, 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 obviously taking karate certainly helped, helped me to develop skills, self-defense skills, you know, and of course, but of course a bit a major part of that was when recognizing, well, obviously you, you need to know when it is necessary, but you also need to know when is, when is necessary to not fight as well. That is very important. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you don't just walk into a room and start kicking everyone's ass. No, no, that is very that is absolutely <laughs> not what that's absolutely not the, what you're supposed to do. You're, you're, the, the, we were always tell you, you you need to neutralize your attacker, then get away as quickly as possible. Oh, so even when even when it's uh you know against your will, the fight, you don't just 
take them down and they keep kicking their ass. You just take them no, down not. and if, then get out of no, there. No, no, no. It's like if, if someone attacks you, like you try. I mean, as I said, well, as I said, I, I, I don't think I've ever actually need to do this in actuality. But if someone right. were to attack you randomly, just try, try to knock them down, then, then, then just run away and just get away. Mm. Mm. Do you still take karate? Oh, no, I, I haven't in a long time. I I had to give it up when I started college. And actually, I probably could afford to start. The lessons weren't cheap. I could, I mean, theoretically, I could go back, but I don't know. Right now, when my job, I have a long commute to and from work. My my job occupies so much of my time that it's I, I, I try to find any free time I can get is, is precious now, as sad as that is. So, yeah, plus, yeah. I, I try to go to a gym when I, I try to exercise the gym when I can. So, um, yes, I, I find other ways to stay physically active. Right, right. Good, good. Uh, I, I should probably do that more. I'm kind mm. of fat and hairy. Ooh. Well, I'm sure you're, if your wife is still with you after all this time, she must love you. Mm. Oh, she loves me. I don't know if she likes looking at me much but. Oh, well, I don't know I mean you could go to the gym or you could you could try you could try waxing you know <laughs> I suppose I suppose I could try waxing what I meant here I meant more my face oh I see <laughs> uh, but that's a I'll, I'll write that down oh waxing there thanks James do you wax um, well, just, well, you know, uh, let me think. So, <laughs> just give me more. So when I, uh, oh boy, I'm hoping this, it won't be too much information now, mind you, but let me see. So when you I don't have to answer if you don't want to. Oh, oh, okay. Well, well uh, let me see. Yeah. I mean, a, a while back, uh, I forgot what year was, maybe was it 2016 or I mean a while back. So I, I mean, at first I didn't do anything about my arms or, well, I mean, I've been, well, I mean, of course I, I shave my face, obviously. And, well, I've been shaving my underarms for a long time, but I didn't do anything about my arms or legs. But then just one one day I decided to try it out and see what it was like. And I had no problem. It didn't really hurt all that much at all. Just a, just a few little pinches or print pricks. But, yeah, I got my arms and legs waxed. But, of course, oh. it started going back. But I well, I hope this doesn't sound too funny, but I do, in fact, shave my arms and legs because I like how smooth it makes my skin feel. And, you know, it's funny. I made a video about this, and some people oh. said they understood. It's like a sensory thing because – uh, yeah, they understand. Several people understood. So I just, I like how smooth my skin feels without all that itchy hair on it. But I. Mm, sure, mm, sure. I, I get that. Oh. Smooth skin is very, very nice. It's nice to feel. Mm. <laughs> Do you cheer for the Patriots? Oh, yes. I mean, I do. I do absolutely support all the Boston teams, but that's pretty much a function of where you live. I mean, there's really, <laughs> yeah. there's really no logic to supporting the teams whom you support. That, that's more or less the reason why anyone supports the teams whom they support because they lived in a certain area all that time. So I do happen to wonder how that is for someone who moves, who relocates their place of residence. I mean, do they continue to support their original team or do they shift their loyalty to the, the team of where they live then? Mm. Mm. I, I wouldn't question. know. I, I, I guess I, I have no real desire to move uh, out of the, the, the region where I live now. So I, I don't think this is going to be an issue for me. Right, right. Uh, uh, do you keep in touch with the, the, the young lady from the show that you... Oh, yes, went? Emma. Uh, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Emma and I are still friends, very thankfully. We still do hang out, which is nice. I'm very glad for that. It, yes. Mm. Oh, that's amazing that the, the show brought you a friend at least. Yes, like, that wasn't too bad. Actually, I have met other people through the show. I mean, as I mentioned, people do recognize me uh, out on the streets at random. But let me see. One time, like short the same year, and back in 2022, a few months after the show premiered, I went to King Richard's Fair. And yes, several people recognized me. I remember, actually, yes, the two women who I met there recognized me. And yes, they've become friends through there. They're both married, but but I made some new friends. So that's not too bad. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, being being on the spectrum, I, I know that uh, some people have uh, a lot of trouble with anxiety. Is that something you have to deal with, anxiety? Mm, yes, well, um, I, I, I imagine that practically anyone can feel anxiety. I would, I, sure. do, I do not see why that would be related to your, to any neurological conditions that you may have, but uh, let me see. Of course, I mean, I, 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 let me well, see. I have I a friend that's, that's on the, on the spectrum and actually he was on the, on the podcast quite a, quite a while ago. Mm. 
Uh, and like he gets like social anxiety, say like he couldn't uh, go oh, to yes, like. I see. So when I was younger, yes, I would. I used to feel very anxious when in large crowds or in unfamiliar places. I, I liked to stay with what was comfortable and familiar. So I may have mentioned that I was in special education. So um, let me see. I was in special education and. Mm, let me see. Let me see now. So anyway, I was in special education. As I mentioned, back in those days, um, special education had something of a negative stigma attached to it. So yes. So you see, the special program in which I in which I was uh, did not have its own buildings. They they rented space from existing school buildings. So we uh. typically kept to ourselves usually. But sometimes, uh, I mean, students. Of course, we either had the option to bring in our own lunches or go to the cafeteria to get our own lunches. And you know, throughout all twelve grades of school. I scarcely ever got cafeteria lunch because, you know, I have how anxious I was going out in, in crowds among unfamiliar people. So I almost always brought my own lunch. But sometimes we had, we used the gymnasium at the school where I was. And we usually timed it so that we wouldn't enter. We, we wouldn't be using the gymnasium at the same time as anyone else. But every so often we pass by, you know, like the normal students in the hallway. And I always felt anxious. I always felt as if they were staring at me, staring at us, you know. But of course. Course, that anxiety faded as time went along. It just took time with practice and effort, and of course, help from my teachers and parents and teachers. And, and yes, oh, I did take a public speaking class in college. That really helped. And ah. you know, I do the readings at my church on occasion as well. That helped also. That really helped me to become more comfortable and confident in front of other people, in front of crowds. Today's episode of Bunny Hugs and Mental Health is brought to you by Co-op. I've been a member of my local co-op, Sherwood Co-op, for, oh, about 25 years, I think. My co-op is one of more than 150 local independent cooperative associations in more than 600 communities across Western Canada. Co-op is a different kind of business. It's not just a gas bar or a grocery store, although co-op is those things too. At its core, co-op is a group of people working together to help their neighbors and build their community. Co-op members are owners and success is shared with everyone. Your co-op doesn't benefit one person or one corporation. Your co-op was built for everyone. Your co-op was built for your community. Learn more about co-op and find a location near you at coop.crs. One thing I've learned through my experience with mental health and addictions is you never know what you need to hear until you hear it. Make sure to rate and review on Apple and to tell as many people as you can about the podcast so others can hear something they need to hear from one of my guests. After all, this is a free mental health service, which is a rare thing. So why not share with as many people as you can? Mm, well, you, I mean, you are a good speaker and you, you on your Instagram post too, you, you're, you seem to be a good writer. Like oh, thank you very much. Yeah, your posts are very so, well written. You know, at, at, the, at the church where I attend, when, after, when I do readings, very often people compliment you on my readings because I try to put emotion and feeling into the readings. Mm, yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, and no, I, you must have seen the videos where I read some of the poetry that I've written. I'm very glad that you like that also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've got all, all types of talent. Um, <laughs> Thank you. And you must have found uh, some support too with the other kids in special ed. Uh, yes, of course. I made friends there. So I have some friends uh, there. I, I, I certainly made friends when I was in that special education program. And uh, I am, in fact, still in contact with them. Uh, there, I have some friends whom I've known for over 20 years. Yes, yeah, so I'm very glad for that. Uh, not, I didn't say call everyone. There are some friends, some some fellow classmates of mine whom uh, with whom with whom I've lost contact, sadly. But yes, there are there are. So, however, there are some friends with whom I remain in contact to this day. I'm very glad for that. Nice, nice. Uh, and since being on the show, um, have you had people, um, maybe not on the street, or, or on the street even, like people approach you or, or email you and, and let you know that they were on the spectrum and just how much they appreciated your uh, yes, openness? As a of fact, uh, yes, a number of people have indeed uh, spoke and said that they found the, the, the series very inspirational. They're very glad for it. They, they thanked me very much. And they were, they, they, yes, they, they, they have said, they have said that. Yes. Some, some people who have, ha, have certain conditions or people who, people whose children have the conditions. Yes. They, they've been very grateful for that. <laughs> Actually one, someone reached out to me on Instagram and said that his son 
started styling his hair to look like mine, actually. <laughs> so that's really something. Mm. Yeah, yeah, look at that. You're uh, you're an influencer. Mm, yes. Mm. <laughs> Have you met other people from that were on the show? Um, not yet, but I, I, I really would like to. So, uh, not too long after the series premiered, Kaylin was in Boston and she sent me a message, of course, asking if I wanted to meet, but I didn't see the message in time. So I uh, try, I mean, I don't, I don't log into my Instagram account every day, but I try to check it often. But so yeah, it's unfortunate. So I missed an opportunity, but I am hoping to, to visit some of the others at some point. I think, I believe three of the six of the six cast members live in California. So at some point I would like to go to california to visit them so california is nice. beautiful yes yes my, my brother and his wife went there earlier this year for the first time they said i would definitely like it very much so yes i hope to go there at some point mm. <laughs> uh i i think i told you in the email that i, I talked to jimmy and charnay and they were on the australian oh yes uh version and mm. they actually got married on on the show Yes, yes, I remember seeing that. That was really something. That was really an excellent way to end the second season. I remember that now. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so they're mm. such nice people, so kind. Yes, absolutely. They're they're all wonderful. Absolutely. So, mm. yes, yes. So, yeah, I saw the the two seasons. The Australian version premiered before the American version ever started. So, yes, of course, I watched both of those. And I remember when I was watching the, that show, I I could absolutely relate to them. I knew I knew I knew how they felt. I would what I had been through. What they had been through so i knew how they felt so so when i heard there was going to be an american version I, I knew i could not miss the opportunity i knew i had to audition for it yeah so <laughs> so i did um yes yeah, so i uh, i think i found i went online found out how where the pages were you auditioned so i sent in i sent an email message with a photograph of myself to talk about myself briefly i just gave to set some stuff yeah and they wrote back of course i was thrilled when they wrote back so i had i had two auditions via zoom and then i had an in-person audition several people from the show came to my house so at that point i was feeling really good i mean i figured i mean first of all if i've gotten three auditions that must be a good thing and if, if they're if they're actually going through the effort of coming to meet me in my house they, they, that's got to be pretty good i mean they, they wouldn't they wouldn't come all the way out to my house if they weren't seriously considering having me on the series at least that's what i was thinking at the time so yeah so when, when they confirmed that they had indeed selected me to be on the show i i, I was i was I was ecstatic. I I was like over the moon for it. So, <laughs> yes, I, it was really something. What was it overwhelming at times having uh, cameraman yes, and all that was. stuff? I, mean, I admit it did feel a little bit intrusive, but it wasn't too bad. I but overall, it was absolutely overall a positive experience. I, I really enjoyed it. Yes, it, it was great. So I'm not sure how enthusiastic my parents were to appear on the show, but but they they still they still did well. They still took it well. But uh, yes, I, uh, I have to admit, uh, you know. At, when, when I watched the show, after I was able to see myself from an outside perspective, I, I thought I seemed to be nervous, anxious, on edge the whole time. But everyone else who watched it, though, said I was just fine. They said I was just fine. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm just being a, a, a harsh on myself. Yeah, people always say that you are your own harshest critic, you know. So mm. It's so true. It's very true. Yeah, I, uh, so, yeah not too bad. But, mm, yeah, yeah, good. I, I was going to ask what you thought, you're, how you're – if your parents like being on the show, because uh, I don't think they're any trouble. Actually, I think a few times people have recognized them actually <laughs> in public. So yeah, that's something. Mm. Well, actually your dad was in my dream too, because it was his car that we were driving and, and we smashed. Oh, uh, you haven't ever actually seen his car. No, you, they, I don't think no. they ever showed his car on the show. So mm. no, no, it was just a regular car. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> and for some reason you lived in my town where I live. You just like lived down the street from me and I walked <laughs> to your house and Very I was like, Hey, James. yeah, yeah. I don't know what that means. I'll have to oh. Google what that means. Maybe. Yeah, oh. maybe I won't. We'll keep it oh. a mystery. <laughs> so if somebody, hmm, have you had, I was going to say, if somebody wants to maybe ask you out on a date, would you prefer to do it on Instagram or are you kind of, or do you prefer to do it in person? Oh, I definitely, I typically prefer in-person interaction, but I guess, yeah. you know, communicating over the internet helps you reach more people. That's so true. as I said, that woman whom I mentioned earlier did first reach out to me through Instagram. So yeah, I mean, that was pretty good. That that was not too bad, I guess. Mm. Mm -hmm. do, do you find yourself being lonely? 
Uh, I suppose so. Practically everyone is at some point. But as I said, yeah. I, I have. I mean, I still live with my parents, but I, I hang out. I have. I have a wonderful circle of friends with whom I hang out on occasion. So that's not too bad. But yes, I am still seeking. You know, a, a special person. You know, uh, you know, a certain person to fill that emotional void in my life. I'm still trying to find. You know, like a, a soulmate. You, you know, a person to, to help with whom I can share. Uh, share everything right right yeah that makes sense i mean yeah you can have uh you can be very busy like you said you have very little free time but that doesn't yes. not make it not like you're still lacking something you're lacking that uh that emotional bond with somebody yes yes that's yeah. true are, are there um like i don't know what you call it is there services for people on the spectrum to like dating services <clears throat> yes, well, let me see now. I do have accounts on several uh, different dating services, but you see, most of them are for everyone. But there's a <clears throat> excuse me, there's a dating a dating service called Hiki on which I am a member. I I, I do have an account on that platform. I have to admit, I have found it to be a little bit lackluster, unfortunately. I don't think it doesn't have quite as many features as some of the other dating platforms have. And unfortunately, it keeps keeps showing me the same people over and over again, even after, you know, even after I've swiped right. Yeah, even after I've indicated I wasn't interested. So that's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Um, Shoot. I had a question all loaded up and I forget it. Oh, but let me see now. Actually, recently I learned about uh, there's a, a new a, uh, some people. Oh, let me see. I gotta be careful. I don't want to reveal too much now. But I learned there is going to be there's a new new dating app that should be uh, debuting in. Well, I, wait, I don't want to be too serious, but well, they have they have a page on Instagram. It's called Collage Connections, or just Collage for short. But yeah, they they are they have an Instagram page that's publicly viewable, so I can say that much. But yeah, I, I don't want to say too much else. But that looks very interesting. I definitely think, uh, I, I, yeah, I'm going to check that out once their app is 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 available for for everyone to use. Mm, nice. And 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 your 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 preference is women, or do you date? No, yes, no. women. I so I yes, I have I I have never once been in Quentin. I've always known that I liked women. I, I am uh, I am heterosexual. Uh, yes, okay. so I, I understand some. Of course, I understand some people may may may, may have questions about that. Or some people maybe you're, but yes, no. I have never in my life questioned that I was heterosexual. I've always been absolutely confident about that. So, oh, good, good. Oh, well, yes. that's well. At least you know. And then other people know, so then they know whether to approach you or not. Yes. <laughs> um, so, what do you have big plans for the the future, or is Ooh. it just keep well, keep? Of course, I absolutely, I certainly would like to find my own place, my own house, my own place of residence. I mean, I can't live with my parents forever, but uh, my parents are are getting up there, are getting older in age, and you know the things. So, so I've been I, as I, I've lived with my parents my whole life. So since I was born, I've lived with them, and they haven't had a house themselves. So I, I, I it's it's not right to them, but of course, houses are terribly expensive. So I, uh, yeah, something's going to have to happen. Uh, this can't continue forever. You know, I, I just I really hope it doesn't turn into a major crisis or any more major of a crisis that it currently is. But yes, obviously I want to find my own place, but my job is great. I really enjoy my job. I have no reason to leave it, but I do have a bit of a long commute. I mean, I endure the long commute because of how excellent my cores are. I have my cores are great. My manager is great. I really, really like the job. Just do have a long commute. So I don't know. I, I can't, I can't endure this commute for the next 30 years of my life. So at some point I'm going to have to try to find work that is exclusively remote support work from home. But uh, right. so uh, at some point, but I, I, I'm really hoping though at some point soon, we see a reduction of the work week because people like a century ago people worked 60 or more hours a week but labor unions gave us the 40-hour work week so i'm hoping that the same thing will happen again in the near future i'm hoping that a combination of labor unions and improvements in technology will give us a shorter work week some companies some places are testing out a 32-hour work week monday through thursday eight to five so basically every friday 
is a paid day off. That's good. It's not quite, I don't think it's quite ideal because the thing is though, on, on the days you work, you're still working from eight to five. You still have to get up early in the morning. You're still getting home late in the evening. So yeah, you're, you're, much of your day is consumed by your work. My ideal work week would be Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. You still have plenty of time to get work done. No wasted hours because, you know, um, much of when you're at work for eight or more hours a day, there's no way. Well, I can't speak for everyone, obviously, but most people, you, you're, most people aren't going to get a full eight hours work worth of work done. But by shortening the day to by shortening the work day, you're much more efficient. You, you get the work done more quickly and you, you have all that extra free time. At least that's how I see it. I, I really, really hope that some politicians will address, directly address the issue because uh, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm getting too loud and vocal. I'm getting too fervent, but I, I just don't think I could handle being in politics. It's a very vicious cutthroat field. So there, I, I want to try to find other ways to help people. But yes, I really, really am hoping that that politicians will directly address this issue. At least that's my hope. Yes. Well, I couldn't agree with you more. And maybe it's because... We're neurodivergent, maybe neurotypical people. It's not so hard to work oh, 40 yes. hours. I don't know. I'm not sure, but I know I, I, I have trouble. So now I'm, this is my full-time job now is, oh, is podcasting. Do you, I, I mean, do you like it? Are, are you enjoying uh, it? I hope. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's just been, so I've been doing it for mm, two and a half years, but it's just within the last bad. couple of months that I've been doing it kind of full-time. Oh, um, okay. And it's, uh, yeah, it, it, I mean, it's nice. I get it. it it suits me. It makes my mental health better because I actually work best a couple, two or three hours in the morning. And then again in the evening. Uh, so, so, you I know, see. I can, I can work whatever hours I feel like I'm most productive oh, and I get lots nice. done. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So you'd prefer a shorter day. Cause yeah, I think, uh, are you finding right now? It's like, it's almost like you, you wake up, you drive to work, you go to work, you have to drive home, go to bed, wake up, drive to work, work. Yes. So yes. It like, feels like I have no time. So it feels like I feel, whenever I, when I come to work, it feels like I was just at work. When I, I don't I don't feel like I have enough time. I have to wake up at five o'clock in the morning because of my long commute. And I typically get, I typically return home around 6.30 in the evening or so. So yes. Yeah, so I mean, so that that's like half my day or more is consumed by, by it's not just the eight hours spent at the job, but my commute takes a lot of time. So yes, yeah, so much, so much of my day is, con is consumed by my job and stuff. Mm -hmm. it, it's ridiculous. Uh, how long is your commute? Uh, well, if the wet, if, if the traffic is minimal, it's only like can be like a half hour to forty minutes. But if there's heavy traffic, it can be an hour or more. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yes, I know. I really like it. As I said, I endure that commute because I really like my job, but it wasn't always that bad. So a, f a few years ago, I was working in a, in a place much closer to where I live. When, 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 in, in the, where I was working before, I had like barely a half hour drive each way. That was so nice. But they transferred me to a different location because they had enough people, enough technicians at the original location, but not enough technicians in the new location. So, yeah, so I, 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 I stuck with it because I really liked the job, you know, I didn't want to look elsewhere for a job. So, so yes, right. as I said, I really like the people where I am now. So, Oh, well, that's good. That's, that that's a huge part of the job. It's just enjoying, Absolutely. enjoying the, the people that are around you. Uh, so James, I have a, a segment on my show. It's called that some bunny special. It's a segment mm. where we chat about who cooperated in your mental health journey and helped fulfill or help fill your emotional tank. And it's brought to you by co-op. Oh. So is there somebody special in your life that that's always been there and you feel like has, has always been a big support? Yes. Well, of course, my parents have, have yeah. absolutely been there, but I don't know. Is, is, is that is that too cliche to mention my parents? No, no. Can you mention anybody you want? Yes, absolutely. My, my parents have been there my whole life. So yes, the, the, absolutely. They are the ones who have helped me and supported me all this time and pushed me and, and inspired me and uh, inspired me to, 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 to give it my best. But well, there was awesome. also, I, I guess I could mention my school teachers. I don't really remember a lot of them, but the, the psychologist whom I mentioned was absolutely a major influence. So yes, I, I have to mention that, that, that psychologist as well. So um, mm. do you remember his name? I think you said it earlier. Uh, no, I don't know. I'm not sure I should reveal his name. I don't think that'd sure, be right. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that's no problem. Uh, they say like, um, 
lots of people on the spectrum have uh, that, like a special interest. Would you say, oh. you, you know what I mean by, by that? Yes. Uh, do you, do you have a special interest? Yes. Like, well, I've always enjoyed computers and electronics and, ah. and technology. So yes, there's that. I do like that, but I've always been very fond of, I've been always been very fond of medieval fantasy as well. Right. Yes. Or right. fantasy sci-fi. I've always been fond of Star Wars, Star Trek, Dungeons and Dragons, Magic the Gathering, The Lord of the Rings, stuff like that. Yes. Right. What's your favorite Star Wars show? Series. Ooh, let me see. Ooh, uh, you know, I Star Wars: The Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels were both amazingly good series. So yes, mm. they like they really helped. Like Star Wars: The Clone Wars was set between episodes two and three. Star Wars Rebels was set between episodes three and four. They were amazingly well written. I I just I really wish that the people who worked on those shows could have been present, could have worked on both the prequel and sequel trilogy. And really, bars it, the TV series had so much better writing than. The movies, at least that's my opinion. I need to stress, I need to emphasize quite heavily that is strictly my opinion, but yes, that's just how I feel. And, you know, that's not the only time that happened. You know, I personally, I mean, I don't want to say that any of the Marvel movies were poorly written because most of them have been good, but not all of them. Because frankly, I, I feel like, you know, I watched like Spider-Man the Animated Series, X-Men the Animated Series back in the 90s. Then a little bit later, we had Spider-Man Unlimited and X-Men Evolution in the 2000s. And those shows were so well written. I personally think they are better than than the majority of Marvel movies, and same thing with DC. I'm again. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to say that. Let me see. Like the, the the first two Christopher Nolan movies were really good, and you know the DC the DC Cinematic Universe hasn't been all bad, but it. It has been a bit hit or miss. Some of them were really good. Like the, the 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 first Wonder Woman movie was excellent, and I think the Aquaman yeah. wasn't too bad either. But I do I personally feel that that all the, the DC television series from the nineties, early two thousands were far better written than the movies. I I'm not sure why that is. Perhaps when higher budgets are involved, maybe the corporate executives are, are more heavily involved, and they want certain things done certain ways. Perhaps perhaps the television series aren't treated as a hive of priority. So the writers have more freedom to do what they want. Yeah, yes. yeah. Mm. I, I like the ones that Jim James Gunn has done. Uh, which are those? Uh, so he's done the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movies. He did the oh, ones. Yes, the, those the ones were Suicide quite good. I must say. Yeah, and the Suicide Squad, the second oh, one. Yes, yes. That was no, those weren't one. too bad, I must say. Um, was there any anything I you wanted to add that I didn't ask Ooh, about? That's uh, a very good question. Well, about anything really. Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, let's see. Do do, do 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 people celebrate Halloween very much in Canada? Yeah, big. Yeah, lots. Oh, good. How, how so? How was Halloween? I know it's already been several weeks, but did you have a good Halloween? I hope. Uh yeah, it was good. Um, I my kids are older, so we don't celebrate as much, but oh, uh, but it was nice. Yeah, it was uh. Yeah, around my my hometown here, everybody puts out decorations and the kids oh, were all out nice. and stuff. But it, it was a cold day. It was a cold, snowy day here that ah, day. So right. it's it's yeah. Sometimes it's beautiful weather. Sometimes it's a blizzard on Halloween around here. Ah, uh, okay, so well, it is Canada, <laughs> mind you. So. <laughs> Thank you so much, James. You're such a, a just a treat to talk with. Uh, you're just such a polite, nice young fella. I can only imagine you'll find love soon because it's hard not to love you. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Hey, if you like this episode, if you're new, uh, there's all types of great episodes like this in the library. So you can go back and, and listen to uh, episodes. There's uh, over 120 of them now. And uh, make sure you subscribe. Subscribe. I don't know what you do to podcasts, but... Um, make sure you keep listening because there's going to be more awesome episodes. Please be sure to rate and review if you're watching or listening. Uh, it means so much to podcasters and creators to get those ratings and reviews. That's really how the algorithm figures out what to do with you. So more people can hear you and listen to you, see you. And that's really what we want here. This is a mental health podcast. We want more people looking for podcasts like this to find it. Anyway, thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. Until then, please remember to make your beds and take your meds. Bye. Bye.